Welcome back to another episode of the Home Point Experience. This is your co-host, Justin Dion. Today, we have another co-host today, Robert Dion. We're going to be interviewing him, um, discussing, you know, his journey along with Home Point, uh, talking about one of his uh, one of his first deals, and just kind of just learning along the way so as, as we kind of go. So welcome to the show, Bob. Uh, pleasure to have you here. Um, if you'd like just to kind of discuss like how you got started with Home Point and obviously that we're brothers. So kind of like the introduction to everything and, you know, just kind of talk about the journey along your way. Yeah. Hey, Justin, thanks for having me on, man. And um, I appreciate being on the show and having this opportunity kind of have people introduced to my story and how I got involved with real estate investing, how I got my first deal, how Home Point helped change my life and a lot of these things. Um, I'd love to touch on all these things, but let's go to one thing at a time. Um, again, my name's Bob Dion. I'm Justin's brother. Um, originally, I was a cook for about, I'd say about 10 years. You know, it was a good job that I was able to do. I was able to pay my bills and wasn't a passion of mine, I'd say, but I liked to cook and I was good at it. So uh, it worked out very well for me. And um, real estate was something I always wanted to get into, but I never really thought like, it was going to end up being anything. I was just like, oh, just kept pushing it off. I don't want to go get my license. I don't want to do that. And Justin said to me, hey, uh, what if you didn't have to get your license to get started in real estate? And I didn't really know what he meant by that. And I definitely do know what he means now. And uh, he gave me this opportunity to come work over at Home Point and start to learn about investing in real estate, learning about the market in general. And I was able to learn very quickly and, uh, utilize those tools that home point was able to give me to be able to get my first deal so um you know this this kind of moved very quickly so it seems like i'm kind of putting it to you very quickly but um this actually probably spanned for the last two years that this was in the process of getting to me right now where i've closed one deal already i'm working on a bunch of other deals the pipeline's full and i'm aggressively calling people every day so um that's kind of a, a little bit of an intro into it, you know, um, to get a better idea of where I stand. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So I got a couple of things I want to break down there. So, so uh, for the audience that doesn't that doesn't know, which I'm sure a lot of you guys don't know, our actually father was a broker. Our grandfather was a real estate broker. Our mother's an agent. So we're kind of like we stem down from real estate, like it's in our blood. You know, we were born into it. Now, although like we didn't really have, we weren't really pushed into it though. Like we had to go and find it on our own, and, and you know, like. My father was a broker. He got out of the business in like 06, 08 with the whole recession and everything. And um, he got out of it probably at a good time because that was pretty crazy time for real estate. Uh, had some really goods out of it and a lot of bad out of it. So he got out of the game. My mother actually was licensed around that same time. And she got out of stop selling real estate too. And um, she actually just picked it up again. I got her licensed. And uh, we're on the way to build our brokerage right now. Kind of going to stem it from like a family brokerage here. You know, my brother here is involved. My sister just got licensed as well. My mother just got her license again. So hopefully we can build something really great here. But yeah, it stems down to our blood. And it was like, it was kind of always ingrained into my brother and myself here. Like, it was like, we were going to get into real estate one way or another. But like, like yeah. you, yourself, you know, it was, it wasn't something I, I like seeked out. It was something that kind of came to me and, you know, obviously I want to get, you know, it came to me, it was working well with me. I found this opportunity for us and I wanted to obviously bring it back and try to grow something here. So can you explain a little bit though? Like, so uh, for the audience that doesn't know, you know, you don't need a real estate license to do real estate. You don't, you know, there, if you want to get your license, that's great. There's, there's a great um, portion of real estate that needs people with real estate license, you know, to help people buy and help people sell real estate. 
but can you describe for the audience a little bit about what you would be doing in the field without a license? Yeah, um, definitely, Justin. It, uh, it, it's more of a, you know, like, like the agent, they buy and sell the deals. And I will say, I find the deals, you know, because um, not every agent has the time to be on the phone eight hours a day. They don't have the time to be boots on the ground looking for, looking for deals, talking to these homeowners every single day. Maybe they are, but maybe they're not touching it in a certain type of way. So what I like to do is real estate wholesaling, real estate investing, real estate research, and just market analysis in general, where I can study the market. I can look at off-market homes, on-market homes. I can study trends, and I can try to find these deals for developers, buyers, first-time buyers, anybody who wants a home. I'm going to try to find the home for them for the best deal. And in the process of doing that, I'm able to make profit myself as I'll call it a middleman of this transaction. So that would be real estate wholesaling, which really helps me even get involved in doing this period, you know, and wanting to be an investor and wanting to own hundreds of properties one day, rental properties, burrs, you know, the, I want it all. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it definitely, it, there's a good side to that where you, you can kind of, go into the game without, you know, having to get your real estate license, having to become an agent and, you know, having to join a brokerage or things of that nature where you can kind of start here and decide, maybe, maybe you become an agent later and you just want to list homes and that works well for you, which is perfectly okay. But myself, I want to be an investor. And I think doing this is teaching me about being investor, understanding the numbers and the market. So when myself as an investor buy my own properties, I'll have a better grasp on how things work. Yeah, yeah, man, exactly. I mean, you know, not everyone has to be an agent to be successful in real estate. You know, real estate wholesaling is a great entry to get involved in real estate investing. And that's like where we're at right now. You know, uh, we started out kind of, you know, with this wholesaling route where we find properties, um, you know, you go to buy them and then you kind of find other partners that can partner up with you to purchase these properties or even just pass it off to them so you can get the learning experience along the way. Uh, and we're at a point now where we're, we're, we're looking to buy these deals and um, which is, you know, the sky's the limit there. You don't need a license to buy real estate. You don't need a license to invest in real estate. Um, the only thing you need a license for is to help other people do it um, really. And there's a lot of workarounds there that can kind of go around that there. But, um, you know, I highly recommend that people get licensed if, if they want it, if that's their choice. That's what they, the route they want to go down. But if you want to really like, you're going to learn a lot getting real estate, getting your license in real estate. Like, you know, I'm getting my broker's license right now and everything I'm learning there is like, it's, it's crucial. It's, it's good stuff. I'm going to need to know along the way. Um, but you know, without it, you can still do the business. You can still make a lot of money in the business and you can still be very successful without it too. So, um, you know, I think yeah. a lot of people, um, they see real estate and they see it as this, like this crazy beast that they don't want to encounter. They don't want to go there and slay the beast, you know? Um, and they get scared and they don't want to do it because of it's, it's, it is a lot of work, no matter what you do. But getting a license is just another barrier of entry. And, you know, working in like, like wholesaling where you kind of act as a middleman, we find a property, pass it off to another investor, you know, technically you don't need a license for that. And um, it's, it's a lot less barrier of entry to, to get involved and start making money uh, right off the bat. And, uh, you know, what we built here, we have like a team and, you know, realistically um, for what we are now, like you were saying, is we're more like a marketing company more than anything. And that's like, that's business 101. I mean, you know, you have to find a deal before anything. You have to find the, the, the lead, the, the, where, where, what the client wants. And the biggest problem in real estate investing is finding the deal, especially in this market in 2021. I mean, houses are just flying off the market. 
you're getting 10, 20, 30 offers. You want $100,000 over asking. You know, we work, what we do is all off market stuff. We don't have to, we don't have to worry about anything on the market. Um, our deals, we, we source them right from the homeowner. And this, this skips all that middleman entry stuff. And we're able to source our deals at a lower cost. Um, and there's no, there's no competition there, which is all the better. Not to say it's not hard because obviously, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to get these deals, uh, but it, it's work like anything, but the sky's the limit for what we're doing here. It's really fun. So, so that's awesome, Bob. Um, yeah, it was a great, great breakdown of kind of what home point is today and what we're working on. Um, so, you know, let, let's, let's dive into your first deal there. Uh, you know, you have that first deal over in Methuen. Uh, where, where did you yep. find the deal and how did you find it? Uh, cold calling. Cold calling. Okay. So, so break down what cold calling means. Like what, what does that mean? So cold calling is, you know, we were, we were given lists, you know, in, in this circumstance by home point to um, call all these homeowners all around Massachusetts. And, you know, we just call them and say, Hey, my name's Bob Dion. I'm actually calling around your neighborhood, looking to buy some properties. Um, have you ever thought about selling your home? And, you know, we call in all day. We get a lot of no's, get a lot of profanity. We, we get it all, you know, we, but you get a few yeses, a few maybes, and you nurture those. You work on those, you work on those, you work on those. But this deal is now what I've learned is probably called a unicorn in this game um, where he picked up the phone. He wanted to sell. He knew how much he wanted. He was ready to move forward. And that was it. It was A to Z. There was no A to B, C to D, E to F, you know, and keep going down. He was very straightforward, easy to work with, and uh, he wanted to do business. He was very motivated. Um, his son was actually just moving out of the house. And so he was like, yeah, I was thinking of selling it anyways. Um, it needs a lot of work before I'd want to put it on the market. So I don't want to do any of that work. I'd rather just sell it as is. I said, perfect, George. Well, me and my partners, we buy properties as is, and I'd love to buy a property from you. And I think one of the good questions I did ask him that you might want to take note on is, I said, hey, is there any properties that have sold in your neighborhood recently that you are aware of? He said, yes. My neighbor across the street sold for 275. I said, okay, 275. That seems kind of like a fair number. What do you think about that number? And he said, yeah, I think it's fair. And I said, would you expect around that number? And he agreed. So that ended up working out well. I said, okay, well, I'll need to talk to my partners and we'll decide if we can come by with that number and this will be able to make sense. So I told him I call him back tomorrow. I immediately give Justin a call. I tell him about the deal. He says, call him back right now, Bob, right now. Cause he didn't even need to, he just looked at the numbers very simply and knew Bob, this is a deal. Call him back. Let's go meet with him. And, uh, you know, speeding past forward, you know, with hours of rapport building, you know, hours of going to check the property out, building relationships with other people in the area, buyers, things of that nature. We were able to lock the deal up and make a pretty penny on it as well. So um, all parties were satisfied, us, the buyers, the sellers, everybody walked away from that deal with a smile on their face. And it gave me a lot of confidence moving forward to where I am now. Yeah, 100%, man. I, I just remember the, the smile on that seller's face, you know, when I, when I was able to give him the check of the exact amount he wanted going into it. And he was super happy. And he was just he, a little bit surprised at the same time, but also very happy. Like, wow, these guys did it. They came in here. It was super smooth. It was easy. 
you know, they got the job done. I got paid and, you know, he's able to move on. So, so someone like George, you know, the, for this example here, you know, why wouldn't someone like George just go and put this home on the market? Like what, what problems was that going to cause for him? And like, how did us coming in there alleviate those for him? Well, actually, um, considering the whole COVID situation, you know, he didn't want to have a lot of people going in and out of this home because his son was living there with the brand new newborn. And I said, I completely understand for, I just had newborns uh, three years before that. So I kind of understood and could only imagine how it would be during COVID. He said, Bob, I don't want a bunch of people in and out of the house. Um, you know, and I also don't want to deal with just the whole process of listing the home, you know, you know, so that works and how, how much of a headache that can be sometimes. And it also becomes kind of costly. And, and I think the main thing for him was people coming in and out of the home. Um, but yeah, but everything that just surrounds an on-market sale can be very stressful. It can cause a lot of hassle and, you know, a lot of headaches and expectations where I told George, hey, there's not going to be anybody in and out of the house. Me and my partner are going to come one time. We're going to check the house out, make sure everything's squared away and that there's nothing we don't know about. And we can buy the house as long as everything you've been honest with me and I've been honest with you, we're ready to move forward. So he liked the idea of that a lot. And also, you know, being able to save that five or 6% from putting his home on the market, as well as the closing costs, stamps and uh, things of that nature. So um, he was very happy about all that, saving the money from listing the home on the market, not having people coming out of the house. And just really having a really stress-free, hassle-free transaction. 100%. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't understand that. Like when you sell a home and like, say you want a net, like, you know, $200,000, right? But if you list your home on the market, you know, for $200,000, you're not going to walk away with $200,000. You got to pay for the attorney. You got to pay for taxes. You got closing costs. Um, you got a bunch of costs, especially real estate commission fees. So, so for us to come in, you know, directly to the homeowner, give him a cash offer. He's able to say, all right, I want this amount, or we come to an agreement on this amount. And he, at that closing, he gets a check for that amount. I mean, that's, that's, that's very unlike a regular real estate transaction. And because there's always just these random fees that come out of nowhere. And like with our company, we make a point to take care of all those fees if we can. And, uh, you know, some, some, some stuff, obviously we can't, like if they have back taxes, like that's their responsibility at the end of the day. And if they have any liens that ha they have to pay off and stuff, obviously that's stuff that they got to take care of. And that'll be taken care of at closing too. But all those other random fees that come involved, like we take care of those for the most part. And that's what we really try to do here. And like, we cut out all those different things by going directly to the homeowner and then working directly with us. So it's really, really just a win-win. And that's like what the biggest thing here is with this company we're building is every single deal we've done to date has been a complete win-win. We find homeowners, they don't want to go list on the market. Hey, even if they do, we're, we have licensed agents on the team. We're building a brokerage right now. So we can list your home on the market and great and get your top dollar that way. But if that's not an option for you, because especially this deal being at the beginning of 2020 or like in the middle of 2020 with COVID, just kind of hitting a peak of everyone scared, not knowing what the heck is going to go on with all this stuff and worried for their own safety. They don't want people in and out. You know, so that's a huge relief, but also, you know, just dealing with the whole stress of the whole transaction. And with us being involved, we make it as easy as possible, seamless as possible. And, you know, we have a closing date, boom, we go there a few times and at closing, get them paid and everyone's happy. So that was, that was a great deal. It was actually one of our easier deals for sure. You know, not every deal is like that. Of course, real estate is a complete roller coaster. There's always new stuff that comes up. Every single deal is a lesson for sure. Um, but that's what makes it fun. And, and like, there's no other jobs really like that. Most jobs are mundane. You do the same thing day in and day out. 
But real estate, there's always new stuff. There's always a new deal we're looking at. We're looking at different analyses for that deal, which is brings us to different conclusions. And it's just, it's just fun to see everything and, and really just grow and learn from it. You know, one of our core values here at HomePoint is, is professional and personal development. Like that's our main, that's like one of our main focuses. We're trying to grow as, mm -hmm. as individuals and as a company as a whole. Uh, but we're really focusing on just growing as individuals ourselves too. That's like one of our, our biggest things, you know, from the very get-go, we were like, all right, we got to grow as individuals here to be able to develop the skills necessary to be successful in this business. And uh, that's day in and day out for the past year, year and a half, two years now. Um, that's what we've been doing, just growing as individuals, becoming better people, uh, learning the skills necessary to be successful in this business and in life, uh, learning financial uh, literacy, uh, learning, um, you know, Telephone literacy, obviously, because we're, you know, that's that's a hard business. It's a hard business to yeah. be cold calling, uh, but we do it and we do it successfully. And the reason why we do it successfully is because we do it day in and day out and we learn and get better every single day and we grow 1% better every day. Yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite quotes right there. And uh, we've been sticking to that. We've been always just trying to grow every day. So, so awesome, man. That was uh, definitely a, a great deal there, man. You were able to walk away with a, a, a good amount of money in your pocket. The homeowner walked away with what he wanted. Uh, you know, our investor partnered up with us. They made a boatload of money too. So it was really just a win-win all around for that deal. It was awesome. Um, you know, what was, what was one of your biggest lessons for that deal? Cause I know you had a lot of like eye-opening, you know, an eye-opening experience from accomplishing that deal because it really showed you this business is real. We can do this. We can be successful at it. So what was some lessons yeah. that you took from it? So many lessons, man. Um, Long term now, because of where I've realized that I want to head in this business, it showed me that I want to be the one buying the deals for sure. Not, um, yes, this is a great way to get involved in real estate investing, but you actually want to be the investor in the long term. Because like he said, the investors made a boatload of money as well. And I want that boatload. Um, <laughs> and also just the, the, the end result of it. it. That's the feeling I want, the, the completion of it. It's like, the, the, the whole, the, everything where I, I could buy the deal, see the vision, build the home, sell it exactly how I want it. And understanding that that's not going to go like that every single time, but, but just the chance that it will, I want that. And that's when I realized that was a big goal of mine. So that's what was really eye-opening. But what I learned mostly, I'd say, in this deal is um, rapport is more important than anything. If you don't build rapport with the seller, if you don't, if they don't want to sell with you, they're not going to sell with you. It doesn't matter about the numbers at that point because they need to like you. They need to want to do business with you. And it's that simple. I've talked to people who have already been doing business with people and they may have wanted to do business with me just based on the conversation I gave them that was more personal rather than business orientated. Um, and I, I have a huge focus on that now where it's, you know, relationships over transactions where sometimes you get too caught up in the transactions. And I did that a couple of weeks ago and I had to get back on track. Like, Oh, I was looking for appointments. I'm looking for deals. I'm looking for money. I'm getting, you know, I'm getting stressed out. You know, the numbers aren't pulling in. And I realized that's because I wasn't, I was losing that one piece of it. That was the most important piece of it, which is building those relationships, um, nurturing those relationships and, you know, doing what I have to do to, to keep those relationships. So when they are ready to sell, or even if they just want to talk to me about real estate, I'm the person they're going to call every time. They need a question about real estate. They want to sell their house. Their cousin wants to sell. They want to know what the market looks like. I want them to be like, let's call Bob. So that's what I realized is important from that deal. Cause George sold that deal to me 
because of the rapport I was able to build with him in that situation because I didn't I didn't uh, BS him. I didn't give him the runaround. I didn't give him a sales pitch. I asked him, do you want to sell? And he said, yes. And after that, we just talked. We probably talked for about two hours straight before we booked that appointment about everything, about my life, his life, everything. And every time I saw him, we probably talked for a couple hours. And that's what he really wanted. That was a big part of the deal for him. That, that's what meant just as much as the money to him to do business with somebody that he felt was a good person. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you know, I always stress it. I mean, the, the, the way to be successful in this business is to have quality conversations every day and just, you know, have, build those relationships with homeowners, build those relationships with other investors and uh, just see where you can provide value and where you can be a resource for them and how you can help them. You know, for homeowners in this situation, we're, we're helping them sell their home, right? We're helping them get to that finish line, get that check in their hand uh, for whatever their situation looks like. You know, some of these people are going through a divorce and they don't want to deal with the hassle of putting on the market. Some people are crazy behind in taxes and liens and stuff. And, you know, we're able to come in there and really help them. But even for investors, you know, we're able to find investors that are looking for good deals. We're able to connect the dots there. Uh, so, you know, there's just, those are the relationships that we're building. Those are the solutions that we're able to provide them. But 100%, man, I mean, the, the real money comes from actually taking it to the finish line. It's, it's, it's risk and reward, you know, with, with being the middleman there and just passing off to another investor, you're, you're passing off the risk. Um, but you're also passing up a lot of the reward there too. So when you're able to actually, fully take these deals under you know you're accepting that risk but you're also accepting the possibility of a higher reward so uh it's kind of a give and take there and uh you know it's that's just what what it is in business so so man awesome uh the deal was awesome man and you've been uh you've been awesome throughout this whole journey just i've just seen your development grow from like a to a to w here like you're you're, you're so far along your journey of personal growth and personal development man it's, it's been awesome to see yourself grow myself grow and this whole company and everyone in it grow and it's been it's been a really fun ride so um what where can people learn more about yourself you know where can they find you well i'm definitely going to be an active guest on here over at the home point experience um but yeah you could definitely check me out on instagram over at dad bob underscore 13 um i like to post a lot of content there mostly uh mostly educational stuff from other influencers that i follow so i'm middlemaning information as well so <laughs> yeah that's where i stand right now on that but um I'm looking to build my social media brand a lot more out. And um, that's a big part of what I'm learning in real estate investing as well as um, your personal brand, your business brand, who you, who you represent as yourself, you know, cause I'm looking at my old Facebook, like, Hey, I don't know if this is a good representation of the brand. So maybe it's always good to go back and really take a look at where you stand in a social media presence. What does it look like online? If you, if you were looking at your page, would is this person somebody you would trust with information or to do business with? So I, I kind of am going back and trying to build that now, but stay tuned for that for sure. That's one of the biggest things in personal development and personal growth there. Like one of the things that we took on and we took head on is like one of my favorite, one of my favorite quotes for sure. And I stick by this a lot is I am a different person than I was yesterday. And by saying that and affirming that, that gives me the ability to let go who I was yesterday, to let go of all the mistakes and, you know, who I was yesterday, and even looking at a profile from, from years ago and seeing what I used to post and who I used to be. Like, that's, that's a different person. I've grown so much since then. And, you know, just re revitalizing and figuring out what, what my presence has to look like to be successful in this. And that's a huge part of this podcast. And, uh, you know, you being on it, you know, you're going to be here a lot for a lot of these episodes. So uh, that's going to help you grow your personal brand and keep growing as an individual as well. So awesome. So, mm -hmm. you know, real quick, what is one thing that you would tell like a new real estate investor getting into the game? Like some piece of advice, what would you tell them? I would tell them that um, you need to make a decision right now that this could be long-term 
Um, don't expect your flower to grow in a day. Water it, take care of it, love it, you know, and, and appreciate it because that's like, there's a hundred times where I've gotten discouraged that we've had weeks and weeks and weeks where we're not getting anything, no appointments, no deals. And those are learning curves. Those are situations that we had to evaluate, go back and really, really check yourself. And I'd say um, accountability and just being honest with yourself and saying, is this something I want to do? Don't just say, oh, I want to do this because it sounds right at the time. Like really ask yourself if you want to do this, because if you don't, you're just going to play yourself every single day. You're not going to get anywhere in this. You're not going to move forward and you're not going to progress. You're not going to learn because you don't actually want to. You're just telling yourself you do. So be accountable daily, weekly, minutely, whatever works for you. However, some people can do it less. Some people need to do it more. So yeah, I'd say accountability. Once you make that commitment, you know, dive in and take massive, imperfect, decisive action. Now, that's one of our core values here at Home Point as well. Like, you just, once you say, all right, this is it. I'm doing real estate. I'm, I'm in here now. I'm in here for the long haul. Yeah. I'm doing this for the next couple of years if I fail or not. Because once you make that decision, no matter what you do in life, you're, you're going to be successful at it. Once you make the one decision, I'm focusing on this. And I'm going to improve whatever I have to improve to be successful at this. And the first six months, you might not be successful. The first year, you might not be successful. The first two years, you might not be successful. But every day, if you're getting 1% better, if not more, you won. Because you are growing as an individual. I always say this, you know, if, if, if this business, for whatever reason, real estate business just shot down out of nowhere and it was just non-existent, which is not going to happen. But if it did, I wouldn't even care. You, you know, I love real estate. It's my passion. But all the skills I've learned and I've grown as an individual growing this business is going to take me any, any industry I want. All that skill set I'm going to take. And I'm going to put it somewhere else and um, it's going to, it's going to work no matter what, because, you know, I'm growing here as an individual, but I'm staying focused and I have, we have a vision here at home point, you know, in you know, five, 10 years, whatever it is, once we achieve it, we're going to be owning islands. So, <laughs> and like, yeah. I'm committed to these goals that we have already put in, in here. It's already written down in stone for me. And there's no way it doesn't happen. You know, where we're at right now, a year or two ago, I wrote down exactly where we are today. And once you write it down, you put it into existence, you break down all the small different steps to achieve your goals that's going to get you there. And uh, then you start crossing things off the list. And then sooner or later, you're, you hit your goal. And it might not be the exact time you want. It might be a year or two later. But so long as you keep crossing off things off the list and you stay dedicated and you're taking massive action and you're committed and you're accountable, you're going to get there no matter what. And that's what I, I'm, that was a huge learning experience for me from this is uh, that same thing. Though. You know, like we have what we have now. I accept it. No matter what happens, no matter who comes on the journey, who leaves the journey, doesn't matter. Those goals are happening no matter what. I mean, the only thing that they don't happen and it would be crazy if something like that is if like I got brain dead or something <laughs> or some significantly yeah. life event happened or I just said, screw it, picked all my things up and went on a sailing trip across the world. It's the only couple of things that could happen. And hey, either way it could happen. But regardless, we have a team here that they could probably pick up my place and keep on building this thing out. And it wouldn't wouldn't stop in a heartbeat for that. So like things are written in stone now. We've read them there, and we 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 affirmed it into the into the world. And all it is now is just crossing things off the list. And you hit a speed bump. We hit speed bumps every fucking every every day, every week, every month. We hit speed bumps. All we do is we figure ways over them or around them, and that's it. You know, there's no speed bump too high, and we're we're dealing with speed bumps right now. Uh, you know, and we're we're trying to figure out how do we overcome them or how do we get around them. Yep. No, there's a way out there, no matter what, because, because we're, we've been successful in this business. Other people have been successful in this business. It's, it's, it's not that it's something new we're doing here. 
Um, it, so, so, you know, it's possible, you know, but everything in life is going to have speed bumps. If it was easy, everyone would do it. So, but yeah, uh, that was my little rant there, but yeah, man, that was a great episode, man. It was great having you on as a, as a co-host here and as a, as a guest interview for this show. Um, you know, I really liked your deal there. It was a great breakdown and, um, anything else you want to give for for the audience here? Uh, not right now, but I would just say to stay focused, stay tuned in guys. And, um, you know, I hope that you guys stay along for our journey because it's going to be a good one. And like he said, um, it's all written. It was written in stone. So I can't wait to see where we head. And um, I'm excited, man. I appreciate the opportunity. Exactly. So guys, make sure to follow us, on, subscribe to us on, on YouTube. Go follow us on our Spotify because these episodes are coming out every Tuesday morning. Uh, we're going to be making cut-ups of these soon. So, uh, so you'll be able to see short versions of all these little things here too. So guys, stay tuned. We're going to be bringing on new guests every week, uh, interviewing them, seeing what they're doing successfully, what they're doing, what mistakes they made along the way so you can avoid them. If you're going to get involved in real estate investing inside wholesaling, or even if you're a real estate agent, we're going to be bringing on a lot of, a lot of stuff that's going to be able to help agents. Because a lot of stuff we do in real estate investing, a lot of agents don't do. And if they did do, they'd be really successful at. So we want to bring some of that in too and really be able to change the game up a little bit by, with that information. So thank you yeah. guys for watching another episode of the Home Point Experience. Until next time.